0: Blog TALK RADIO
1: Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Janine White. Tonight I'm really excited to have Dawn Burrows on the show. Dawn is a recent high school graduate who has quite a list of theater credits in her background. And she is someone who is willing and able and very excited to help mentor her peers as they are going through the process of being in the theater. Dawn, thank you so much for joining me. How are you today? Oh, I'm great, how are you? Awesome, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really excited to talk to you today. yeah, I'm excited too. Awesome. So bye bye. So let's get started and can you just start out by telling my listeners a little bit about your background?
0: Well, um, I just graduated from high school um I'm the most like stereotypical theater kid you will ever meet um I I actually switched schools my senior year, so I went from you know being in a comfortable place, you know, in an environment that I knew to you know something completely different, and it was scary, but it turned out to be great. So you know, always open to change, yeah, stuff like that.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. So when you say that you're the most stereotypical theater kid that I'll ever meet, what does that mean?
0: You know, just you not know, when you say senior kid, the first thing that comes to your your brain is, you know, always inside the theater. All she, all my, like my entire world is just theater. I, that's like what I'm committed to. Whether it's, you know, staying late after rehearsal to put lights up, or you know, helping someone else for an audition, being in a show, tech, anything, just love, love it.
1: That's awesome. When I was when I first talked to you the other night, in our pre-interview, I was really taken aback by just just your passion for theater. Like I've talked to people who are models and I've talked to actress, actors and actresses and a few musicians, but I haven't met anyone that is, has quite the zest for theater that you do. So what is it about theater that you love so much?
0: Well, um, it's kind of where I found a place where I felt like I belonged. Uh, like I, like I told you before um, in the pre-interview I went from being a kid that didn't have anything, like, I didn't have something to look forward to every day, and I, I, like, I went home, and I, I, like, watched TV, and did homework, and that's all, and when I joined, like, drama club, and, you know, theater outside of school, it gave me something to look forward to, and it gave me something to be exciting about, and so it just took off from there.
1: Okay, well, what what is your favorite thing about theater. I know that I know that I'm sure that there's a lot that you love, but what is it about like live theater that excites you? Like is it the entertainment? Like what like what is it that you love about it? Um I think it's
0: the people you get to meet. I I have never met a person at a show in a play, at a theater, doing tech anyone that I haven't become friends with. And I think that's amazing to be able to just share the love with, of of a certain something with someone and just connect like
1: that. Okay, so there's a there's a sense of camaraderie in the theater community. Then you were um, you were telling me also about a teacher that impacted you. Can you tell me about the teacher that impacted you that got you to where you are today?
0: Oh yeah. Well, um, when I switched schools my senior year, I. I walked like I thought my world was ending. I I didn't know how I was supposed to start over. And I I told myself like from the start I was like it's just a year, just get through it, and then you can go off to college and like be with all your friends. But I walked into this school and I signed up for choir and this teacher like took me under his wing and like really truly showed me my value. He, I, because I, I never thought I was a singer, but he changed, like, my point of view of, like, everything, and I, I mean, I've always had a love for musical theater, but plays were always, like, my thing, and mm-hmm. I got to expand a lot in just this very short school year, and I, I now I have, like, this thirst for, like, music, and I love everything about it, and. Like, I can't even, like, imagine, like, not having him as a teacher, like, where I would be right now because he he changed my life, like, forever. And he was – he gave so much to his students, and that's not something I got at my old school. So I'm really happy I got to have him as a teacher.
1: That you had. go I mean, I can't imagine – I grew up in a small town in South Jersey, so I was in the same school with the same, like, 35 people for 13 years. I can't imagine – what it must have been like. I know, know, right? Well, I mean, I think my graduating class had like 80 people, but like we were broken down into little divisions, whatever. I'm a complete nerd, so I was like in all of the nerdy classes like from the time I was like in fifth grade (laughs) through senior year. I was like, I was in the nerd crew. Like I was the one, like all the cool kids were in theater and I was the one making the posters for the plays. So So that was me. Oh, that's cool. But I can't imagine, yeah, I can't imagine though, being a senior and having to move to a new school so I, it's really I think it's really cool that you had met a teacher that impacted you so much now how are you paying that forward since he made that impact on you like how how has that impacted you and made you want to give pay it forward to other people
0: um you know I I never really saw myself as an educator but Ha, like have like having him as a teacher made me want to have that impact on someone else because it was a, like a scary thing and I like through his class I got to meet like such amazing talented people and I want to give other opportunities like that to other people just to you know go into something okay. that you love and you know have fun and make make the worst possible potential experience, the best potential
1: experience. That's awesome. So how are you doing that now? I know you told me that you were, are you helping people now? Actually,
0: um, he just cast the show Chicago and I I was lucky enough to help out a few girls pick out their monologues and songs. And I got to work with them a little bit and that was fun.
1: That's awesome. So, um, you were telling me that you when I when I almost interrupted your audition last week. You what what is it that you were auditioning for again? Uh, yeah, a signature spotlight series. So
0: and uh, did you get any? Tell us about that. Oh well, basically it's like a, a concert series that the theater does, and they um, they pick soloists to go and sing. And uh, the theme was uh, what was it? Uh, animation magic. So, a concert based on um like on songs from like your favorite like animated movies
1: that's awesome. I yeah. love animated movies like Beauty and the Beast is what Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin are like two of my favorite um two of my favorite animated film or animated um I guess movies that have a lot of yeah. music in them that's awesome, very cool so um. How did you make out with that? What song did you sing? Can you share that with me? Sure, I did "Soon" from Thumbelina,
0: classic Hans Christian Andersen story. I thought it was the perfect song.
1: That's awesome. And I,
0: so yeah, I got uh, I did hear back from him. Uh, I I didn't make it, but I got really good feedback, and that's. That's the best, you know, getting into the show would have been, you've been, would have been like fantastic, but he reached out and he, he gave me, you know, feedback, uh, you know, and that, that's, that's, that's okay. Because sometimes you're going to be told no, but you know, next time I go into an audition of, of, you know, the certain director, I, I'm going to, you know, tackle it and be, you know, ready for the next. So
1: that's awesome. So, at your age how do you hand, how do you handle nose like i it sounds like you're handling this one really well but like if you go on a, an audition like how how do how do you handle that like how do you like take the sting and then turn it into a strength almost well
0: you know i've been doing theater for a long time so it's just a thing you have to get used to and you know, there's like there's a thing you like Audition for as many things as you possibly can because the more you audition, the better you'll get at it. And if you're going to, like, be in the entertainment industry, that, that's, like, most of your job is auditioning. So you're going to get told no, and that's just something you have to ba- bounce back from, like, forever and ever. Even if you, you do become a successful in the career, you know, feel like you will be told no. And, yeah, you know, that's just that. That's just the way it is. But the way I think of it is, like like I just said, like next time I go into an audition, I'm like I'm gonna be ready. I and I know that. Um, and you you know I I was a little you know a little like oh I didn't make it, but there's yeah. always a next no. There's always something else coming up. So just look forward. Yeah, I love that's how I think go of ahead. it.
1: Yeah. I love your resilience because so many people, when they get told no, they take it completely personally. They're like, Oh, why, why me? But the thing I love the most about what you said is you just have to keep trying because you're going to get told no a lot. And the more that you do it, of course you'll get accepted to more shows, but the more times you hear no, well, the days it hurts to like breathe. But after you do it more and more, you, you kind of get used to it. And it's something not that anyone would ever crave a no, but I think it's almost like something that you get used to and you're like, okay, well, you know what? That no just means there's another yes closer, but closer than yesterday. So, so that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, Exactly. Awesome. So you have quite a list of credits to your name. What, what was your favorite show that you've ever been in and why? Um,
0: let's see. Oh my gosh. There's so many. Um, and you I, can a you can for answer Oklahoma. more than
1: one. You don't have to like pick one. <laughs> okay,
0: um, let's see. Um, I'm a sucker for Oklahoma. That it's just you know one of the the classics. Beautiful music, a beautifully written, beautiful story. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I got to play my dream role in a dream show. So, you know that was great. I, it, it's kind of unfortunate that I did it at such a young age because I know that like I have so much like, more room to grow and, you know, build my skills. But it was really fun to do in high school, and I loved it. Uh, let's see. Another show that I liked was kind of like that breakthrough show where I was like, oh, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life was uh, mm-hmm. Sweet Todd because that that was a okay. show where I – I it was, it was one of my ensemble shows, so I was in the ensemble, but I got to, like, stand back a little and work with these, like – amazing, like, people who were who were taking the leads, and they had so much experience, and just being able to watch them during rehearsals, like, gave me so much. Like, I learned so much just from watching them. Even now, I'm like, ooh, I remember when Beth did this. I'm going to steal it for later. Like, just good things <laughs> you can pick out. That 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 was a good show, so.
1: That's all. It sounds like you're very much someone who – is very much a lifelong learner because it seems like every, it seems like with every experience, the the theme that I keep hearing from you is that you're learning, that you're learning. So that that's really cool. Now, I know like in theater, you have to keep you, theater and anything in the entertainment industry, you have to always like keep learning. So are you actively taking classes or anything like that right now? Um, currently, right like now at this moment, no.
0: Um, I was taking some uh, voice lessons before I moved here, just just to see what it was like. And then mm-hmm. when I did get here, I you know I had you know Mr. Cruz, that awesome choir teacher who like changed my life. Yeah. And now I'm not sing so and that. Uh, um, but currently, no, right, right now, not really anything. I'm just working, so and, you know paying the
1: bills yeah adulting you're you're adulting right now which is the there's just the best part of life right
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah but you know that's that's how it is you you work so you can pay Uh, right now my like my main goal is you know that vip event in new york with alicia so yeah
1: that's awesome so um can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with vip ignite and how you decided to go to the event in new york
0: Honestly, I'm trying to remember how I got like in touch with Lucia. I don't. I think there was like an email from her about a webinar, and I was like, you know what? Why not? Like, let's get on there and you know learn a little bit more about what's going on in the entertainment industry. And yeah, I, I did. I got on her webinar, and she was so informative. And I always thought about what it would be like to work work in the film industry because i you know i've worked in some i've been in some student films with that some of my college friends have done i have actually written and produced my own short film very very short film but and, and it was fun That's cool. and, but i never really went back to it i always went i always went back to like you know stayed, the stage but mm-hmm. watching her webinar like fed my brain a lot of information and then i was just interested interested and then i did an interview with her and something clicked and now I just going off to her masterclass and her VIP event. Cause like, you know, why not?
1: Let's give it a try. That's awesome. So let's backtrack to this short film that you, um, that you did. Tell us about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well,
0: uh, my junior year of high school, I took this uh, film studies class and what it turned out to be was what I thought it would be would, was a, you know you watch the movie you read the book and you like you you write a paper about you know how they differ and which one's better and why but then we like the class took a turn and i was given the opportunity to write my own screenplay and then i and then i just we just all the students in that class decided to make it into a movie and it it was awesome i loved it it was it was really hard but it was it was difficult because there's a lot of things that play into, you know, making a short film. And, you know, just yeah. high school time was trying to wrap her little brain around it. But um, <laughs> it, it, it was fun. And it was really fun to see my other friends do their own projects and, you know, to see how they tackled it, like what angles they took
1: and, and stuff. Okay. And you is that the, the short film, is that the one that won the awards or was it a play that you wrote that won awards? I know you've won the awards.
0: I, I did win awards for the play that I wrote. We did like a, uh, like a senior one act thing. And so we had a few seniors write some shows and, or not, yeah, write their shows and then uh, direct them and put them on for in front of an audience. And I, I actually wasn't, you know, at first I was just like a stage manager um, but then I, I, something happened, and we, he needed help writing his uh, script. So I, I did. I tackled the script, and I helped out with that. And then he ended up not being able to direct it. So uh, I, I, I took it. I took what we had, and well, I didn't personally. Everyone, everyone, the cast was amazing. They were so, they were all in it together, and we just we worked together really hard to put on this great show, and we won like uh Like a director's award, a tech award. We won a Critics' Choice and Audience Choice, and that was amazing. I was proud of everyone. Yeah. So it's it's something I'll never
1: forget. I can imagine. So for someone who's never um, written a play before, because I've I've certainly never written a play. Like, what goes into something like that? Even like, and how long was you said it was a one act play? Like. Can you explain that process to me a little bit? Because my 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 mind is very linear, so I can't even comprehend how you would go begin to start that.
0: Yes, well, um, it started with an idea. Um, my friend, his name was Reese. He wanted to write a show where Scooby Doo came to um, our school and did an investigation, and I thought that was just adorable. And I was like, of course I'll help out That's with that. That's awesome. And. So when when it goes into writing a script, you have to have like these principles. Like, what do we want to happen? Who are the characters? Like, well, who's like, yeah, who the characters? Well, what what do we want to happen? So we we started. We just sat down in his living room one one night and started writing. And we, it's all about plot, like scene by scene. This needs to happen. This needs to happen. We also had to take into account like the amount of people we w- were thinking would. Uh, audition for our show and you should never write a show like that but it is something we had to think about because it was a competition that we were doing with all like with other seniors we were like who, who do you think okay. will audition for our show like who likes us so that that played okay. in a lot unfortunately but it turned out to be an adorable show and we were so proud of it and it was it was great I'll probably write another one sometime just, just for fun because that's how amazing it was
1: yeah i mean you you seem like you i mean i again I've talked to a lot of really creative people, but you seem like such a creative soul, just i mean you're nineteen years old, you've written a short film, you've written a play i mean I can't wait i like i wanna like keep on hold on to your contact information and talk to you when you're like thirty five and like see everything you've accomplished because it's like it's, it's, it's for me, it's amazing to see such creativity and such a young person. And also like something that we, when we talked the other night, I told you this too. Like, I just love how just your passion. And I love that like you went out of your way to mentor people, even for the audition that you had the other night, you've like, it's amazing to see that because that sense of camaraderie is going to be something that like, when you go into audition on a bigger stage, whether it's in film or whether it's on Broadway or whatever it is, like so your zest for life and your um, just your energy in general is definitely going to set you apart. So, oh, yeah. Um, I, I try to be the energy,
0: you know, upbeat person. I try to make everyone feel comfortable. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, that's awesome, especially because, I mean, you've gone through a lot of adversity in your life too. And for you to come out of all of that, it seems like there are people that go through adversity and it weakens them. And then there are people that go through adversity and they get stronger. And it seems like you took that adversity and it made you stronger. So like, how were you able to do that? Like, I know people that are three times your age that um, when adversity strikes, they crumble. Like, how were you able to take like, being bullied and turn it into something that you still you still want to give back. Like, can you do you have any idea of like how you did that?
0: Well, I mean, I always had my siblings around to count on when when through those years I told you about where it where I I switched schools, you know, elementary year years, and uh, I found myself in that odd spot because I did I did move around a little bit. But I, I was always, you know, that cute little innocent kid, never really, you know, I got along with everyone, but then I, I switched schools, and then I was that oddball kid. There's always the oddball kid. But no matter how hard I tried, I could not fit in anywhere. Um, and like I said, I always had my siblings. Uh, I, I have a four younger sisters and an older brother, and we wow. grew up with a single-working, yeah, we grew up with a single-working mother. So. We always had each other's backs. So even if I I didn't, you know, couldn't go outside and play at recess with friends at school, I could look forward to going home and playing with my little sisters. So and that's just how I grew up. So, so yeah. And you know, eventually, you know, when you grow up, you get into high school, you mature a little, you make friends. And I I did get that. I got to make some amazing friends. So.
1: That's awesome. It's a, it's really important to have a, a, a strong support system. How did your fa- how did your family back you with being in theater and also like with the thought of you going off to New York in November?
0: Well, um <laughs> you know, it started as just like a like a hobby. Uh and I was really the only one that was into it. My sisters, they were all they were either in track, football, or cheer. And then there was me. And there's nothing wrong with being in sports. I I've always, you know, gone to their games and supported them, but and they always came and supported me, but I was I was the first person really in my family to take it so seriously, choir, theater, like make it something that I wanted to do like for the rest of my life. And I think that was weird for them to approach and understand, but since I've been doing it so long, uh, you know they get it now. I actually have a sister. My two younger, I have two younger sisters who are in choir and theater now, and they love it. And that, that makes me so like happy and proud because I know that they're going to benefit so much from the theater community.
1: And it's awesome that they have you to look up to, also because I'm sure if you are um, if you're helping people that are around you who are also auditioning, I'm sure that you're definitely helping your sisters prepare as well. So that's really cool.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And they've grown up seeing me prepare for auditions, so they they know what's coming. <laughs> they know what they're getting themselves into.
1: That's awesome. Do you ever think that maybe, I'm sure, do you ever, like, maybe hope to one day act with your sisters?
0: Yeah, actually, um, uh, sometimes we write, like, little scripts or, like, make little skits and, like, act them out or, like, well, record them and like we'll sit in our room in the middle of the night and edit them like
1: fun stuff like that it's just fun sister stuff that's awesome it's really good I have a um I have a younger sister and she and I we're pretty close most of the time but it's it's I think it's important it's so important to have family that you just they're just you're just there for one another and you you're all supportive so that's awesome okay yeah. Don. so we're coming fun. close to the go ahead. Huh? Sorry, what? But- <laughs> oh, I didn't, I did <laughs> That's the only downside about being on this, this phone call like this. You can't, like, see what the other person's doing. Yeah. <laughs> What's so, happening? <laughs> I ah! Okay. So um, we're coming toward the end of our time. So we have about another, like, minute and a half or so. Like, what piece of advice would you give to someone who is younger or older who wants to get into – the entertainment industry or who wants to be in theater? Like what, if you could give them like one piece of advice, what would it be?
0: Um, to never give up and to always work towards what you want with passion. Because if you give up, then there's no chance of you succeeding at all.
1: That's awesome. That's, that's I couldn't have said that better myself because I think something, I, I saw something today where it's like, it. Exactly what you just said. It was like, if you quit, you're never going to get to your goal. So just keep going. Just keeps like in Dory and um, Finding Nemo. Dory's like, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. So, I think people just need to keep swimming and keep like chasing after their goals. Yes. Awesome. Exactly. Awesome. Well, awesome. Well, Don, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. I'm glad I had a really fun time talking to you. And I can't wait to hear about your experience in New York because I think that you are going to come out of that completely transformed. I think it's going to be an awesome experience for you. Yes, I think
0: it'll be life-changing as well. I can't wait to actually, uh-huh. you know, meet Alicia. She's been so great and inspiring. So Awesome.
1: Cool. Well, I'm going to end. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And I I'll definitely I definitely want to do um a recap call after you're in New York. So, I'm going to reach out to you after November and maybe get you in get you back on the show so I can hear how everything went and see where you are. Of course. Yes, and I had I had awesome. such a great time talking to you too. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Yep, bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our show this evening. I hope that you heard Dawn's story and that you were inspired. It's amazing how young people are really changing the face of the entertainment industry, just with their great energy. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our conversation, make sure that you hit subscribe on the VIP Ignite podcast and certainly start downloading some of the episodes that you find the most valuable. And if you are an actor, an actress a model or a musician and you're interested in learning a lot more about the industry or if you are interested in attending a live show like the one we have upcoming in new york or la or miami please make sure you visit our web ammsociety.com thank you so much for your time and you have a great evening we'll talk to you soon